When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cody Del Mendo, Luke Stuckmeyer here as the Cubs beat the Rays 4-2 to open a cold series at Wrigley Field. It's a nice win for the Cubs. And uh, Cody, you know, we didn't think the game was even going to be played. Right. <laughs> let alone played well by the Cubs. And uh, I mean, there were so many stars, really, for the Cubs in this game. You could pick anybody as your player of the game, and a lot of guys contributed. That's been the story of this game or this season so far, Luke. Like, really? every every night, it's someone new. There's not one person sticking out. I mean, I know Seiya Suzuki has just been killing it and all of that. But, like... Like this past weekend in Colorado and the two games they won, like everyone all across the lineup was doing something. You got big, uh, you know, big innings out of the bullpen. You know, yeah. Drew Smiley yesterday. And a lot of that we saw tonight too. So, yeah, I mean, it's not just one or two guys. It's like everyone just chipping in, doing their part, man. I mean, we do our, we do our who you got in the pregame show and we didn't we have any obvious winners in the first one and tonight I took wisdom and you took Suzuki and really you could argue that <laughs> both of them potentially are winners in that yeah. uh you know wisdom one for three the home run two RBI Suzuki two for three and two runs scored uh both guys were instrumental in the in the Cubs winning I'll go to the pitching and you mentioned um the bullpen Kyle Hendricks was better than he was last start but for me I'll go I'll go Keegan Thompson maybe as the yeah. MVP of this game. I mean, he was yes. he was lights out for three yeah. and two-thirds, right? Yes. I mean. Ke Keegan Thompson, man. This guy. They might have something there. Yeah. Whether, like, I kind of like the role he's in, though. is kind of like that middle innings. Like, I know we've been saying he's been the, the piggyback guy for Justin Steele, but he comes in tonight for Kyle <laughs> Hendricks. And maybe it would have been different if uh, – the Cubs bullpen wasn't so taxed after a long weekend at Coors Field, but geez, Keegan Thompson, dude, like he's just, he's just going out there and shoving it down their throats, man. Like it, there's nothing, no one is, is, is figuring him out right now. And I absolutely love to see it. Corey in the comments, Keegan Thompson for mayor. Hell yeah, man. Like he, I have been on the Keegan Thompson train ever since he hit the, hit the, Andrew McCutcheon. I've been all on it, all about it. So. He's been good all season. You know, yeah. we talked in all the, the shows leading up to the season opener. Where would he fit into this team? And I know you said you'd like to see him stick in the bullpen. And right now he's finding a nice niche there. And Scott says, you know, he's kind of our, or it's Darius actually says, he's our Ben Zobris, the Swiss Army knife <laughs> of the pitching staff. And <laughs> you know a, what? That could good. be a really valuable role if that's where they decide to keep him because he's been successful. And then the other side of it is, okay, if he's successful at this role for a, a long period of time, 
then you can also look and say, well, yeah, but maybe you stretch him out for two more innings and now you now you have yourself a pretty good starter. So yeah. it's a good problem to have. Oh, yeah. And, and use him this way right now while he's doing well. But he just looks like a different guy. He looks oh, yeah. confident out there. He's Somebody said he's not baby-faced. <laughs> now he's a baby-faced assassin out there. Yeah. So, like, last year when he got called up, he called up, got called up, like, beginning of May last year. And out of the bullpen, the Cubs used him, you know, maybe one inning. They 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 tried to go two a few times. And most of those times, you know, if he went one inning, he'd be fine. But anytime they tried to extend it belong that or beyond that, you you would see some not so good things most times. Right. And then when they tried to do get him into a starter role, didn't work out at all. So to see what he is doing this year, multiple innings out of the bullpen, is it's, it's insane. I don't think anyone saw this coming. I know David Ross called him a weapon, yeah. but like almost four innings tonight? Like, and again, getting the big outs in the middle of the game where when the Rays had the momentum after Hendricks came out. Like, Keegan Thompson legitimately changed this game for the Cubs. Cody, I don't want to get you too excited i'm already too excited <laughs> but keegan thompson is not the reliever that you were most excited about going into this season was ethan roberts ethan was, roberts ethan yes. roberts and he has looked good too yeah. so the cubs have some pieces that have done very well early in the season both at the plate mm -hmm. and off and also in the pitching staff like they've had guys uh show you a little something in these first few games and they're off to a good start. You know, the team's off to a good start. The offense has certainly been much better. But Keegan Thompson is one of those guys, you got to put an asterisk by him. Like, because early in the season, he's showing you something where he's, if he can continue uh, this. Maybe, maybe this is a little too, too much. But, like, remember when Josh Hader got, like, first came on the scene? I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, yes. Josh, when Josh Hader came on the scene with the Brewers, they used him as, like, a middle inning, like, two, three inning guy. And he killed it. And now he's the closer. Like, I don't know if Keegan Thompson is going to reach that level, but he sure as hell looks like someone who could be that, be that at that kind of level. I, I forgot something. You guys, you guys, I got to go get something. You, you, uh, you guys talk about Keegan Thompson. I'll be right We're going to talk about Keegan Thompson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. talk about Keegan Thompson. Uh, it's so <laughs> funny you mentioned that because I, I was thinking about it the entire time I saw him up there for it, and I, it's way too early to compare him to the best relief pitcher in baseball. Right. Which Josh Hader obviously heads and shoulders above pretty much anybody in the league at the moment and has yeah. been the last couple of years. But right. it's fun to forecast what Keegan Thompson could be tonight. And let's, let's, not, let's not gloss over the fact when it's 30 degrees and you're trying to grip a baseball, yeah. it's really hard. And he had that tonight, especially with the drop and a couple of his sliders. Man, I mean, the G-Man choice strikeout could come on. Yeah. Oh, the Choi one. Yeah, pitching ninja put a put that clip out on his account tonight. Mm. Anytime a Cubs pitcher gets put up on by or gets highlighted by the pitching ninja, I get like so excited because again, they're being recognized by one of the bigger accounts on baseball Twitter, and there's just a lot of people who don't know about what this what this Cubs staff is. Right. And like, I think we saw too early on in the year too. We saw with Kyle Hendricks already got. You know, recognize the pitching ninja a few times, and right. I even think uh, didn't Ethan Roberts get on there once? Ethan Roberts yeah, has been so on there. That slider exciting. that he with his first career strikeout, I believe, got on there. We've seen a few Cubs pitchers get on there. Um, I think Kyle Hendricks is on there tonight too. I it, love this comment too that just rolled in from Darius. He's been on it tonight. Uh, <laughs> don't forget about Rowan Wickens got out for us. Yeah, they didn't pitch ooh, tonight, ooh, but ooh. yeah. Oh. Uh, here's what Luke forgot. What 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 do we got? Is that UV shot? Is that UV blue? It's something. UV blue. Coffee Kool-Aid shot. Keegan Thompson uh, gets one. Yeah. There you go. Found him mm. back. Ah, uh, yeah. Woo! That's good stuff, baby. That's Cubby good Kool -Aid, stuff. Coffee Kool-Aid, first one of the season. <laughs> we're like, what? There's six wins now? We're, we're, we're five wins late. But that went down right. smooth. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I like this comment from Nick. Says, uh, Michael Cerami posted Keegan's stats so far. 9.2 innings pitched. Four hits, zero earned, two walks, and ten strikeouts. Shout out to Bleacher Nation, by the way. Um, yeah, dude. Like, that just sums it up. He's just been lights out. And, yeah, it is too early, like like you said, um, to compare him to, like, yes. a Josh Hader. But, but if you're drinking the Cubby Kool-Aid. <laughs> 
for sure. We Go ahead and do it. Year, but, right? yeah. yeah. But like if you just, just the forecast of what potentially could be there, whether it is as a bull, bullpen guy or not, yeah. you know, he's, he's got nasty stuff, man. Filth, whatever you want to call it. He's, oh man, it, it was fun to watch. That was, it was honestly, it was more fun watching him pitch tonight than watching the Cubs offense. Like, but the Cubs offense has been something too. Yeah. You know, they came into the game the best offense in baseball. Right. Adding 281, leading the league in a lot of different categories. Um, what was the stat that Obvious Shirts just put out through 10 games? They've got like twice as many hits as they did last year at this point. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and the runs are pretty close to double as well, too. Right. So um just no surprise because their offense in April last year was like all time bad. It, like it, it took a while for that offense to get going last year. So uh, well, tonight uh, Shane McClanahan was pretty good. Yeah, you know, he gave up that home run to Wisdom, and uh, after that, he was shutting down the Cubs for a while. It was good to get him out of the game. The Cubs mm-hmm. needed to get him out of the game, and um, well, they benefited from it. But like, so there's your first star is Keegan Thompson, right? Yeah, Patrick Wisdom has been Set the lights table. out. Right, yeah, he set the tone of the game. He set the tone of the game, and we said Thursday. Corey was on the post game show with us, and Twitter and the chat and all over the place. There was a lot of Patrick Wisdom hate. Right, a, a lot of Patrick Wisdom hate, and we said, "Listen, we're not saying he's going to be a star player. We don't know that he's going to do what he did in the first half last season. All we can say is, there's no reason not to play him right now. You have nobody that you need to be playing at third base." Mm-hmm. he's young, see what you got, give him a break. It's early in the season. And since we said that, the last four games, seven for 12, five doubles, five ribbies, and a home run. Yeah. It, I think That sounds like wisdom from us. That's yeah. what I'm starting to think. We're giving y'all daily wisdom. No, most of the people on... <laughs> actually, I should say most of the people on the chat were pretty much with us. They were like, why not? But Cubs Twitter can be an angry place at oh, some yeah. times, and there was a lot of wisdom hate. And sure. I'm not saying it's going to continue the rest of the season. But as you say, Cody, the vibes are good. Vibes are good. The man. vibes are good, so why not play him? I right. saw him in the dugout with Frank Schwindel after the Schwindel home run, and it was like they kind of looked at him like, come on, we can do this. Yeah. You know, like everybody thinks we're not going to be able to do it. Let's prove them wrong. Right. And I, that's the – I mean, I could say this about any past team or current team that here in Chicago when you got guys like that. But, like – it's just so easy to like root for this team right now. Like it really is. Like I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying, Luke. I'm really trying to keep to stay level headed and like understand that this is a developmental year and that you know my 87 win uh, total is like insane to really think about it to actually happen and like all. I understand it all, but man, the first 10 games of the year and I'm like. Maybe I'm not that far <laughs> off. Like maybe it's maybe maybe 80 wins is possible, like you predicted. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's I just, said 500, right at the yeah, 500. You mark. said 500, and like right now, it's just like you look at this division. You look at how they've played against good teams. I mean, again, the Rays are probably the best team that they've played. Oh yeah. I would say they're oh, better yeah, yeah, than yeah. Milwaukee, and their yeah. pitching staff is better than like. They're well, it's right up there with Milwaukee. They're, they're close. You know what I mean? And they just, like, there was every chance for Tampa Bay to take this game tonight. And the Cubs, they just didn't let them take it. So Keegan Thompson could have been our star of the game. Yep. Patrick Wisdom could have been the star of the game. And uh, who was just on here? Remind, Timothy's like, well, what about Ian Happ? He had the game-winning hit. So there's, there's the third guy with something to prove this season. Oh, yeah. That came up big again in this game. Thompson's trying to prove he belongs. Hap's trying to prove he belongs long-term. And, you know, so... Schwindel, he hit the home Schwindel's like trying to prove... He, but Ian Hap did come up with a big hit. Yeah. And uh, I won't lie. I didn't feel good about his at-bat going into it because it's been very well known and talked about that Ian Hap is better from the left side of the yeah. plate. But he has been better from the right side. But yeah, this year. so far this year he has been better from the right side of the plate. Most of the time from the right side of the plate, he's been taking the ball the opposite field. This time he actually pulls one and gets it through the hole. So the baseball gods must have owed him one. I don't know. But he still hit it hard enough to get it through there. So, you know, I uh 
I like what I'm seeing out of Ian Happ. You know what I mean? Ginger on the chat says, optimism train, baby. <laughs> baby. And you know what? Get the Cubby oh, yeah. Kool-Aid out. Yeah. Do a shot with us. Yeah. We're going to do it after a game, you know? Right, right. A feel-good win. Do a Cubby <laughs> Kool-Aid shot. <laughs> this was good. This is good. So uh, I love the know, comment section right now. The comments are, are positive tonight, you know? Yeah, like, people nice. are at least... Listen, you don't know how many they're going to be this year. Enjoy the wins when they come if you're a Cubs fan. Right. Because there might be stretches. No, there will be stretches that will be very difficult this season. For sure. So enjoy them while they're good. Um, all right, so let's talk about the other guy that really has been spectacular. He also, as I mentioned, you can pick him as your one of your top four stars easily. Seiya Suzuki comes in as the National League Player of the Week. Nice way to start your career in the, in the big leagues. Right, right. Batting 412, three homers, slugging percentage over 1,000, top five in F4, slugging, home runs, and OBP. And he gets two more hits tonight? Uh, yeah. Two more hits tonight. I know he got hit by a pitch. and then he, I think he's two for three. Oh, and he, had, he almost had that double. Yeah. And then that, which is a hit. Yeah, yeah, I would say two hits. Yeah, makes sense. You have a box score? Yeah, I can look it up right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had two hits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that still count still as a, a hit, hit, though. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that hit. was the hit that extended his right. uh, hit streak to nine games, and he tied for the longest streak for a Japanese-born player to start his career. Yeah. Which, that's just mind-blowing to me. And two for three tonight. Uh, two, two for three, three tonight. So two more hits. He comes in. Two for three and yeah, three and he got and they got hit by a pitch to reach base three times. Reach base. Three I mean, times. yeah. And when he got when done. he got, I believe when he got hit by that pitch too, he had like a three two count. So he was he Boy, was in. You could in argue that was a walking. double too. He was really close to oh, being safe yes. at second. Oh, that could have. I, I mean that. That was one of those moments where you, if the Cubs would have lost this game, we would have looked back and been like, man, like you, you missed wonder, opportunity, missed opportunity. Wisdom's coming up. He's right. been hot. Right. He could have been on base. Right. Um, yeah, but I, I like his, I like his approach in everything he does, whether it's in the outfield, whether it's his base running, uh, being aggressive, whether it's uh, his approach to the plate, which has been just unbelievable. Right. You like everything you see from the guy and. For him to tell reporters, or Jordan Bastion was the uh, Twitter post that I saw. There probably were others, but he said, um, you know, he's not even looking at the video before the games. He's not even breaking down video. He's just using the old, the eye test. And he yeah. wants to see it himself as he learns about pitchers in the major leagues. And and I, I, that's unbelievable that he hasn't, like, yeah used those resources yet. And he's off to this start. Right. Oh, there he is, folks. Checking in, Ryan Herrera from the ballpark. How's it going? Uh, cold. I hope you guys are enjoying the warmth over there at the CS We are. Studio. Actually, we yeah. are. We, we turned hey, up the what? furnace in here as well. You know what? It was a two-hour, 43-minute game, so yeah. a little less time spent in the cold today, which thumbs up, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would think you would. it was probably cold a little bit in Denver those first couple of games, but, man, you wouldn't think you'd have to come home and get this. Brutal. Oh, snow? <laughs> snow in Denver, sure. Snow in Chicago the end of April, that's a little much. That is a little much. Yeah. No, trust me. Trust me. I was standing on the field, and all of a sudden you see just the snow falling down, so it wasn't my favorite thing to come back to. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Ryan, uh, you missed it. We did our Cubby Kool-Aid shots uh, when we were talking about <sighs> Keegan Thompson because I, uh, I had the take that perhaps <laughs> he could be like on the same – path as one uh, Josh Hader one day. Not saying he is right yeah. now, but on in route to that. I know you're Mr. Objective here, so what do you think <laughs> of that that take? Uh, do you understand where I'm coming from when I say it? <laughs> uh, I think. Um, do I think <laughs> Keegan Thompson has do I think Keegan Thompson has the stuff to be a very like a lockdown reliever like he showed today? Sure, 100%. Um, I know he still wants to start eventually. I think that's his goal. Um, but you saw it today. It's you know Rossi called him like a weapon. Uh, it's three and a, three and two thirds shutdown innings. He had what two base runners? I think. I mean he's in the times that he's been out there so far this year. Yeah, granted we're only ten games in, but he's been the best, probably the best reliever that Ross has had, that Hadovy's had, the Cubs have had. Um, so do I, I mean, as far as, is he going to be a, a lockdown ninth inning closer like Josh Hader? That I mean, he definitely would have to prove that over a long period of time. Uh, but he's got great stuff. I mean, you saw that curveball. 
I think he struck out Choi with. Yeah, uh, I mean that was on pitching ninja within ten seconds. He that, that was dirty, and he's got he's got great stuff like that. And when it's working, and when he's only going you know maybe one time through the order, he's on, and you can see it. And so maybe it's maybe that's his role. Maybe that's moving forward because I mean when he was a starter last year, you could saw that he struggled a little bit getting after that first time through the order. So if his role is three innings, three and a couple more to get through the the order, one full time, and he shuts him down, that that's. And I think that's what the Cubs need, and he can definitely serve that, especially this early in the season. He's that's a good role for him right now. Well, I only had really like compared him to like Josh Hader because when Josh Hader first came to the majors, yeah, he started out kind of like in this role where he would pitch multiple innings. The Brewers used him, and like they'd bring him in in the you know sixth or seventh, and let him go th- until the eighth, and then they I think it was uh it's a former Cub who was their closer in 2018. Uh, I forgot his name. He was the closer for the Former Cubs in Cub 2020. That then went to the Brewers. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, was with Jeremy the Brewers Jeffries. and then came yeah. to the Jeremy, Jeremy Jeffries. Jeffries, yes. But there that season Jeffries. in 2018, I believe, Hader was like their – like I said, he'd come in sixth, seventh inning. And yeah, then, that sounds right. And then Jeffries would come in the ninth after Hader pitched and through the eighth most nights that or most games that he came in. So it's a little different. Obviously, we're bringing in Thompson in the fourth inning today, but that to me, that's the only reason I kind of compared it because I, I just don't really know where the the Cubs see Thompson. I know Thompson got his chance to you know earn a chance to be a starter this year, last year, and it didn't really work out. But he looks like a, I don't want to say he looks like a complete different pitcher because I definitely remember seeing some of this stuff out of the bullpen last year from him. Mm-hmm. But he's been on another level in, in my opinion so far. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Josh Hader. I mean, he came up through the Brewers system as a starter, and then once he got to the got to the majors, he became you know they brought him up as a reliever, and obviously has excelled like that. So, uh, do I, again, do I? He has to. Keegan Thompson would have to prove that over a long period of time. Can he be a shutdown ninth inning closer? At the same time, I don't even know if baseball. It seems like baseball is kind of moving away from you know Hall of Fame ninth inning like this guy's ninth and work backwards. Um, not a lot of teams like those high leverage inning guys, and you saw. He, you know, as soon as Kyle Hendricks got into a lot of trouble, Ross took him out, brought in Keegan, got that double play, and then trusted him for another three and a third. So I think that's that's so far has been a, a very good role for him. Um, and he's obviously excelled. Um, and so as if he can keep proving that a long time, I mean, that's that's a role that, again, which we talk about the piggyback options, especially early in the season after the short spring, that's clearly a role that right now Keegan Thompson is, is, is doing very well. And so I think he... I'm not even going to look down the road and say he could be a ninth inning Josh Hader type of closer. I'm just going to say right now, the role that he's in, he's proving that he can excel, and and, and that's all the Cubs can ask, ask for at this point. You know, I look at it and I think, I don't, I don't, if I'm a Cubs fan, I shouldn't care what the role is right now. Like, if it's closer, if it's piggyback guy, if it's spot starter guy, uh, he's give, right now he's pitching as many innings as Drew Smiley, who's also yeah. done really well for the Cubs. They're just coming in a different time in the game right now. Mm. And all you want to see if you're the Cubs and Cubs fans should be development, progress, steady progress in the same direction where he's getting guys out. You can start to count on him. You could figure out his role next season, the end of the season, later this season. As long as he's pitching like this, I, I don't care where David Ross is using him if I'm a Cubs fan. You're looking at that and saying, I want him to pitch well and be counted on and relied on and deliver. And right now he's doing all those things. And frankly, he's not the, you know, he's, he's the guy in the bullpen right now, but other guys I think have looked really good. I don't know about you, Ron. I think, and Cody, I think F Ross has looked really, really good for the Cubs in several outings. I think um, Ethan Roberts has looked pretty good in some outings and then, you know, maybe not in a couple others, but like, their young pitchers have looked very good. And yeah. some of the veteran guys they've brought in, have, you can't ask for more than you're getting from Drew Smiley right now. Right. David Robertson, too. David Robertson. Like, yeah. they've got a lot of guys that are pitching well. And I think there's definitely a reason for optimism, especially when you talk about the young guys. For sure. And I mean, you could look at, too, what they've been doing front office wise. I mean, look what they did last year and flipping guys like Tapera and Chafin, guys who you didn't really mm-hmm. hear of before. And, you flipped them for prospects, and they were great. Maybe that's a you know a high positive that you can look at when you're building a team, and this could be something you could build on for the future. I mean, 
next couple of years, you're going to still need guys to find in the back end of that bullpen. I don't know. I think it's just an impressive way to build a roster, and they've done you know, back-to-back years of doing that to start the year. It know? is impressive the way they've found arms. There's no question about that, especially guys that, you know, just been names in baseball mm-hmm. and, and had been able to turn them into something else. But um, for me, it's it's the young guys. Again, I for going into this game, sure, I would have said Keegan Thompson has looked good. But I like the way F. Ross looked. I know he didn't, wasn't perfect in Colorado, but... No one's perfect in Colorado who pitches. <laughs> he, st- he still was impressive. He still looked like a major league reliever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know. I, I think they have, they have something going with the bullpen, and right. that's, that's a tricky thing to find in, in major league baseball. Again, I, whenever, I remember we answered one of the questions from the Discord about the bullpen. Someone was like, Should, do we need to immediately fix the bullpen? Yeah. And I was like, I promise oh, you we are not going to worry about the bullpen this year. And right now, like, there's no reason to worry about the bullpen. That is the Cubs' strength right now is the bullpen. Yeah, but the offense has been good too. Uh, That's true. Ryan, what were, the, what were the thoughts about or what were people saying at the ballpark about Seiya Suzuki, you know, National League Player of the Week, and goes two for three again? And I just find it fascinating the way he's so smoothly transitioned into Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, you know, it seems like we've talked about how he's going to have this adjustment period or whatever, and it seems to have like come and went already. Like, there's, it's not been extended. Maybe that adjustment period all happened in spring. That's you know, we asked Ian Happ about it, and that's what he said. He's like, all that he did have that adjustment period. It was just in spring, and now he's passing like the first ten games of the season. He had, well, he had ten game on base streak, nine game hitting streak, start his career. Um, you no, know, I, I mean. Obviously, everyone's happy for him. Um, maybe it's surprising how quickly he has been successful at the plate, but no one's surprised that he's having just in general success because everyone talks about how great of a hitter he is, his plate approach, plate discipline, um, you know, his power, his ability to put the bat on the ball. Like that's just everything. Even today, again, Ross, Ian Happ, like everyone talks about Seiya Suzuki as a hitter and just, again, maybe – earlier than a lot of people expected him to be successful at the plate, but still just no one was surprised that he in general is having success as a hitter because everyone knew that he was going to be a very good one coming in. And we want to remind people that you can read all of Ryan's work at allchgo.com. Jared Willis also writes stuff there. Um, Brendan's done stuff. Cody probably doing some too. Like, yeah, I got an idea. We'll talk about it. Oh, we got an idea coming up, huh? In the second segment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan, what are you working on for for uh, tonight or tomorrow? Uh, you know, we got a little bit on Suzuki. Um, thinking, you know, talking to some guys and a lot of people. Again, we already talked about Keegan Thompson, but a lot of people are hyped about what he did. So you could be on the lookout for that. But yeah, no, just just in general, talking about this Cubs team that's right now surprising a lot of people just how. Quickly, they change the makeup of that offense. We talk about the the, the contact and, and not striking out too much, and, and you know, putting the ball in play when you got guys on base. Like we, we didn't even talk about Ian Hat, but that that go ahead single through the left side, as you know, from uh, through the left side, but as a right-handed hitter, right. which we've talked about before. That you know, he's was historically a lot better as a lefty than as a righty. Um, but another big hit for him from the right side, from you know, as as a right as a righty at the plate. Knocks in Suzuki, who scores the, the eventual winning run. Um, but just, yeah, putting that ball in play, it's, it's, it's just stuff like that is, is what I'm kind of working on, what I'm looking into a little bit. But that's just, again, around the clubhouse. When you talk to David Ross, that's a lot of the things people are saying is just how quickly and how consistently these uh, this lineup is is kind of changing what they are. There's not, it's not, what do we call it the other day? Um, all or nothing or boomer bust or whatever. It's not right, home right. or strikeout anymore. It's they're putting the ball in play consistently. You can see that every single game. So um, especially say Suzuki, like that's, that's the big one. There's a reason he was named NL player of the week and like his first real full week as a, as a major leaguer. So um, get a look out for that. Check out all CHO.com. If you haven't subscribed, you should, because we've got a lot of, a lot of good stories to tell coming up. I got one question, and it's not really related to anything we've been talking about, but I, I've been wanting to talk to you about this because it was news that came out on Saturday and we didn't have a show or anything, but Alfonso Rivas was optioned to AAA Iowa, and I know a lot of people on Cubs Twitter were pretty upset about it. 
I was more so thinking at the time when it happened that it was just to create space for Mark Leiter Jr. And now it's been two days and Mark Leiter Jr. is still on the roster. So I'm assuming he's now going to make another start. Is is that what David Ross is leaning to? Is is Alfonso Rivas like I I I assume he will be coming back sometime soon, but I understand this roster is full of so many guys right now. You just have Unfortunately, you just got to cut some guys down to Iowa when you absolutely have to. So, like, what uh, what should we all expect for for that? If I guess if we're looking a little bit ahead. Um. So yeah, we first you mentioned Cubs Twitter being upset about something. That's not surprising. <laughs> it's shocking, right? But, yeah, I know. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, Ross hasn't been like so clear with his plans. I think you you can expect Mark Leiter Jr. If not starting another game he's definitely going to be up there to provide pitching depth uh, i think that you know that's kind of the whole reason he was brought up in the first place especially there you know it's i think it's 13 straight days with games and then 19 and 20 days so you need a lot of arms and with how you know not everyone was built up coming into the season like just the more arms you have on the roster the better it's going to be for that pitching staff as a whole um so you might be able to see you might see mark Leiter jr start another game here in the rotation at some point because um you know we I, I did forgot to tweet it out, but we got word that, you know, Alec Mills throwing a live BP in Arizona tomorrow. Wade Miley's throwing BP at Wrigley. Um, so those are two arms that we don't, you know, you don't know how quickly they're still TBD, right? There's no firm time, firm timetable on when they're coming back. So I think just keeping that pitching depth up, um, keeping Mark Leiter Jr. up is, is just going to be just something we see. Um, and, you know, Alfonso Rivas will be back. It's not, the issue here, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be back up. He's going to get, he's got four more options to go this year. So he will come back. Maybe he'll see him get optioned again at some point. That, I mean, I think that's maybe just like when we talked about right before the season, there was like kind of got down to Ethan Roberts, Alfonso Rivas, Michael Rucker. Like those are kind of the last, like who's going to be on the team. Um, and so just as the lone bet in that little group, you, I, I wasn't surprised to see Alfonso Rivas go down. Um, but you'll definitely see him back up at some point this year. I think he's when things are going well for them and they're not worried about their, the depth at the pitching staff and they have enough arms to get through things. I think Alfonso Rivas has at least proven he deserves a shot to be uh, on, on the major league roster and be that guy that when you, when you need a lefty bat, you can throw him in there. So, uh, yeah, again, I think you'll see him up there. Mark Leiter Jr. hasn't been sent back down, obviously. So that, again, is just going to provide some pitching depth. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's not a surprise. I think that's just the, the name of the game when it comes to needing that pitching depth, seeing who has minor league options available. Did Cubs Twitter hate it? Sure. Did, you know, <laughs> was it probably tough to see Alfonso Rivas, who's trying to get that shot to be an everyday major leaguer? Tough to see him go back down to the minor league? Sure. Um, but, that, you know, that's just the name of the game. And I think, um, you know, I, I, I've sa- I said it that it's probably Mark Leiter Jr. is not going to be the last arm depth piece you see get brought up and you see another guy get sent back down. It might happen to Rivas again later in the season when they need some pitching depth. Uh, but yeah, that's just the name of the game. And so we kind of, you work through that and, and then see how things develop from here. Yeah. No, I, it's just interesting because they also DFA'd Corey Abbott and I know the Cubs got to look at him at the major league level a little bit last year and it really didn't go well at all. So I don't know. I, I don't really know how to feel about them DFAing him, but I do know that Leiter was really good for Detroit's AAA affiliate last year, and maybe that's why they leaned more that route. Um, all in all, like I'm just uh, interested to see how it plays out. I But I, I guess I'm pretty indifferent about all of it. But again, I, I, I wish that we could just have as many – Roster spots as possible. <laughs> you need a forty man. Yeah, forty man. Forty man roster for the entire season. On their website too, that a position player, if they get option, they have to be down there at least ten days. So I oh, just, do they I really? didn't know that either. I just read that online. So oh, wow. I think that that's think, part uh, of the reason he's still down there. Oh yeah, Ryan in the comments said that. Yeah. Um, shout I, out I do. Ryan. I, I I have to relook. I don't know that that applies for the first like when the you know we have 28 men on the roster right. through may 1st like that i think that was that might have also been another thing that doesn't apply for that first month or whatever it is i could be wrong on that so i'll i'll look at i'll look at that and, and try to find that answer and maybe we can talk about that tomorrow on the show 
Uh, but I think that is a thing where maybe that 10 days doesn't apply yet. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Miley and Mills both throwing. Have we heard anything about Alzali at all? No, nothing about Alzali. Have you heard anything, Ryan? No, I, I assume, you know, 60 day, probably still down in Arizona yeah. rehabbing. I remember even at the point when spring training started, I think he said it was going to be like three or four weeks to, you know, whatever, three and a half weeks till he could even start throwing. So that would be, wow. would have been around like maybe in this past week. Um, so yeah, we haven't gotten a, any recent updates. We could do that for sure. Uh, maybe see if Frost has gotten anything from down in Arizona, which I, I assume that's still where, where Advert is, but. Um, yeah, that's as far as we know, he's still rehabbing and right. trying to <laughs> trying to make it back again. It's 60 day IL, so you still got another month and a half until he could even come back up. So, but that's another that's another name that you'll add to the mix, hopefully oh, yeah. at some point this season, which right. could be a who knows what role that'll be. I, in a way, like, is and this is me thinking that they'll come back and at least be serviceable and like you know, be able to go five innings. Like you're you're going to be adding in arms to help with you know the bullpen because obviously the bullpen's been asked a lot already a little bit already this season so you add in those guys hopefully you get a little bit more depth out of your rotation and you get a little bit more uh, get some more guys to go longer into games hopefully by then so I, I don't know it's uh it's gonna be fun though to watch it all play out. Austin Gutterman is asking if you've heard any word on David Bodie, Ryan. So you kind of cut out a little bit. Say that again. I said Austin Gutterman is on the chat asking if you've heard about David Bodie. Is there any update on Bodie? Has anybody heard anything about him? No, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, Bodie, Edward Oswald, Brad Wick, 60-day IL. You know, it's still quite a ways away from when they could even be activated. So we're just hopefully you can get maybe some updates on that soon, but just for right now, you, you got a month and a half. So any update right now is like, you're still, you're still waiting probably another two months until they could even play a game regardless. So it's, it's funny. We'll, we'll, we'll how, get those. It's <laughs> funny how a couple wins sets you into thinking about the future. If you're a fan, you know, like if, yeah. if it was a slow start that fans would say, and a lot of people would say, Ah, well, you know, whenever Alzali gets back or whenever Miley gets here, whatever. But mm -hmm. they, they win a few games. They look like they could have something going. And all of a sudden, what about the other? And what, mm -hmm. what a, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of questions. And you know what? Tomorrow's another one with Steele. He's been really good, too. And mm -hmm. I, I wonder how the – I wonder if the short spring training impacted these guys in a way that maybe we didn't think. Like, you know, I would, I would have thought that a short spring training – and Cactus League time would have maybe hindered some of the young guys. Like they would need that time to work on things with the coaches there, with the manager there. Um, maybe it took some of the pressure off. Like there was no time to worry about it. Maybe the young pitchers and hitters were like, nope, time to go. I mean, look at Suzuki. He had no time at all to adjust to anything. <laughs> he just got thrown into the mix yeah. and has started playing. And maybe... Maybe that's not a bad thing. It seems Maybe. to be working out okay. Yeah. It's a nice little to spin. Ten ten foil hat. <laughs> yeah. Type uh type look there, Luke. I like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's like kind of like what Ryan said earlier, man. Like, there's a lot of surprises in this team right now. And whether you believe that they're gonna be a playoff team or not, it's really fun to watch because like, you know, imagine if they trade those guys last year and then you know we go into a year where they're feeding us you know developmental year developmental year <laughs> and then like none of these guys were playing well at all and then you're like this really is going to be like a long time until you know the next great cubs team right now like i mean we haven't even seen davis or killian come up that's yet. what scott crawford just right. said killian's waiting in iowa to right come up. like you you have all these guys, and whether you know we find we're going to find out if they're going to be able to carry. This Cody, do team. you want to change your prediction to ninety eight wins? <laughs> no, I'm sticking to eighty seven. Okay, all I'm saying is like you got all these guys, you were out to prove something, and then the actual prospects with high like with a high upside are still down there, and like they're going to come up eventually. So 
you know, it's it's fun to think about like what could be next year, yeah. not not twenty twenty five, like a lot of people told me at the trade deadline. Next year, straight up, next year. I thought the Cubby Kool Aid shot would have maybe maybe gone to your head, but clearly you've built up a tolerance <laughs> over the years because Austin Gutterman is saying we're on pace for ninety seven wins. Hell you, yeah, you're I not love buying it. it yet. I love it. I love the optimism. <laughs> it's so much more fun than anyone else who's just negative all the time. Uh, so. Ryan, we should let you go because I know you're frozen and you still got to write your stuff. Uh, Thanks for jumping on. Anything? Any other nuggets we should know about? Um, the only nugget I got is that Cody. I like the haircut. You're gonna have to recommend me a barber because, actually, no, my barber is awesome, so I'm not gonna switch. But tell your barber <laughs> he did a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you should see his shoes yeah, too. Show him the shoe. Can you see the shoes? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dreamsicles. Oh. Yeah, the oh, those are Lakers colors though, man. Come on. Yeah, everyone keeps saying He's that. Watching the no, they're, <laughs> they're also a little bit Loyola. I guess yeah, in a way. Don't Ram, say like, that because I hate but, that school. But like, yeah, but the orange, the orange is more dreamsicle orange push up. <laughs> I just, I genuinely just, I genuinely just like the color. Okay, <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> the, the, you, know, you know, Cody, he's he's got he's got the expensive shoes. Whenever, he's got the nice shoes. whenever I win a oh, drawing yeah. on the sneakers app, I, it's a it's a good day. So that's what happened. If you know, you know. All right, yeah. Ryan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Warm up. All right. See you guys. Thanks, man. Take care. Um, So I uh, won two bets tonight. You did? I did. I won two bets tonight. No runs first inning. Oh, yeah. I I knew you won that one. And then Patrick Wisdom to get a hit. Nice. Yeah. So what did that rake in? Uh, About another pair of shoes. $20. It's it's on the way to another pair of shoes. It's not a whole pair of shoes. It's the laces. We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting there. But I made all those bets on points bet. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to support CHJO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHJO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You you can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the points bet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Luke's on his phone as I read this right now, and he has the PointsBet app on his phone. He downloaded it. He signed up and everything really fast. And if Luke can do it, so can you. I promise you, I've I've seen him work technology. I just retweeted the link to our live show. Oh, yeah. Uh, If you're not following him, at Luke Stuckmeyer on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. CHGO, we're cranking out the podcast, live shows, every day, every team. Uh, obviously, this is one of the post-game shows on the other side of this wall. The Blackhawks guys are doing their post-game podcast. We're both live right now. Both live. <laughs> it's like it's all happening at yeah. the one time. It's right. amazing. It's, in, it's technology. Insane. Amazing. Um, premium written content for members, all chgo.com. That's what Ryan's going to work on now. Um, so there are a few articles that you can see that are free right now, uh, and those are great. Make sure you check those out. The dope merch is there for all the teams. Free shirt when you become a member, and the members only Discord. That is the chgo lounge which again we're working on the velvet robes it's a little delayed microchips and all that yeah. stuff slowing down production on the uh lounge robes so we're, we'll see how that goes looks disappointed well i wanted them you know i yeah. thought it had been a nice thing to be here in like a smoking robe after uh, a win tonight would have been perfect too because yeah. it's like a chilly night and like we're it's after dark like it's chgo cubs after dark which i tweeted the other night i'm like yeah. it's a vibe here like i feel i could have done another one of those cubby kool-aid shots but <laughs> well we'll wait till the next one we don't want to get we okay. don't want to build up too much hype we don't want to build up too much hype you gotta drive home still too i you gotta drive home and again like <laughs> if you want to join in on the cubby kool-aid shot you know you just pay a little extra for the 
the tweet to go up and then we'll do the shot specifically with you. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we got here for comments? Givens look good, according to Will Collins. I think he's oh, looked good. He's another yeah, reliever he's that I good, think yeah. has looked good. Yeah, he had a I think we I, I might have mentioned it in pregame, but he had a huge inning in uh, Colorado yesterday. I think it was seventh inning. The bases were loaded, or at least there were a couple guys on, less than two outs, and he somehow, some way got out of it. Um, yeah, man. Like, and he sometimes looks like someone who has the plus plus stuff yeah. that sticks out more than others. But then Keegan Thompson said, Hold my beer tonight. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, speaking of guys that would have been toasted a lot of Cubby Kool Aid over the years, Jake Arietta officially retiring yes. from Major League Baseball. I will suggest that Cub fans just wipe away the memory of the return last year. Just forget that <laughs> it even happened. The comeback yeah. didn't even exist. And just go back and think about 15 and 16. And I will argue that Jake Arietta had as much to do with the Cubs' turnaround in World Series as anybody. Oh, that yeah. I mean, Theo made the trade, mm -hmm. okay? But we talk about Lester. We talk about Rizzo. We talk about Bryant. We talk about Javi. Jake Arietta is the guy that really turned it around quickly because of the way he turned his career around with the Cubs. Oh yeah. He was he was a reclamation project. <laughs> yeah. And you'll never find one like that again. That never. is the trade of all trades to get him and Strope for a bag of balls. <laughs> Seriously, a washing machine. I mean, like Steve Clevenger and uh what was it, Scott Feldman? Yes. yes. I mean, to to get Jake Arietta, who for a stretch of baseball was the best pitcher in the history of major league baseball. Yeah. Two no hitters, Cy Young winner. Um, Hey, don't forget, by the way, I mentioned his turnaround, getting the Cubs franchise turned around. He was two and oh in the world series. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of stars in the world series. Jake Arrieta won two games in that world series. If that game would have gone longer in game seven, he would have made an appearance in that game. Yes. And if the Cubs had gone on to win with him on the mound, that would have been three wins. <laughs> and then um, you might have had to consider him as MVP. I guess, yeah. Um, I do love Nick G's comment here. He says, in those days, Jake Day was a win day. And he puts it perfectly. I There was nothing like Jake Day. Like you... Every fifth day when Jake Arrieta was coming to the mound and you you woke up and you knew it was Jake day, you just, like, I think we said it on pregame, like, you you were either watching on TV that night or you're going to the ballpark. Like, that, yeah. like it was must-see TV. And uh, I think I tweeted, I quote-tweeted a, a guy today, Ryan Spader. He, like, tweeted um, his stats from, like, 20, like, the second half of 2015 from, like, july all the way to may of 2016 and the numbers are insane um but i quote tweeted it and said something that people forget that he also almost no hit the red Sox in like 2014 uh, i think it was 2014 at least um because a lot of a lot of people are like oh he's just had one good year like no 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 no, no, no jake no, no. arietta was really good Part of what was it, 2013, and then most of 2014, 15 and 16, and 15 were was, his six, it were his best years. And yeah. then 17, he was serviceable too. He had a, yes. he had the he got credited the one win for the Cubs in the NLCS against the Dodgers that the he helped them avoid the sweep. Like, and that was that game that he pitched his very last game he pitched as a Cub before going to the Phillies. He like, I mean, he put the team on his back that night. He was. Uh... He was suns out, guns out. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't care how cold. Tonight, he'd have sleeves. Been, no sleeves. Tonight, <laughs> no, he'd have been out no. there. No sleeves, Jake Arrieta. Oh, yeah. He would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's remember that three run home run he hit against the Giants, too. Oh, yes. He could rake, three. too. Yeah. I was just trying he to was remember a good that. I fact check myself. But yeah, yeah, that was insane, too. That was the same. Mm -hmm. uh, Travis Wood also homered in that series? Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe it was, yeah. No, Travis Wood. Was that he, yeah. he homered in game two of that series. Um, so that tweet I was talking about, it was tweeted from Ryan Spader. He tweeted, Jake Arrieta maintained a 0 0.99 ERA over 20, a 29 start stretch from June 21st, 2015 to May 20th, 2016. He was 24 and 1 with two no hitters during that span. And the one loss was the Cubs getting no hit by Cole Hamels on July 25th, 2015, which I remember that game because then shortly, or I think the next day after, 
was the famous Chris Bryant walk-off home run against the Rockies, which then led the Cubs to winning like the next 20 of the next 25 games or something like that on their way to like 97 wins. But it's funny to think the guy won two World Series games. You'd gone 108 years without winning World Series. He won two of the four games, right? Yep. And he had ice and and he had two no-hitters. So there's four unbelievable games and the one that still pops into my head is the Pirates. Oh. Shoving it down the Pirates oh throat in 2015. That an was all-time tweet And that too. was <laughs> that was the flipping point for the Cubs franchise. All of a sudden they went from hey, we could be pretty good to mm. this team has something like they're not just here to, you know, try and get into the postseason. And so 2015 beating the Pirates, that's the one I won't forget. Yeah. And that's um, crazy. Over two no-hitters and two World Series wins. <laughs> yeah, so uh, our good friend Dom Frederick tweeted the, the infamous tweet uh, because going into that game, never forget, Pirates fans on Twitter were, were adding Jake Arrieta. And uh, <laughs> there's one guy, his account uh, goes by parody underscore parrot or... No, pirate underscore parrot. Or it did. Or and, he did. Or it did. I, he <laughs> might have deleted his account by now. But he said, uh, be ready for the sea of black. And he added Jake Arrieta. And then Jake Arrieta quote tweeted or replied, whatever you want to call it, back in 2015. And said, whatever helps keep your hope, whatever helps keep your hope alive, just know it doesn't matter. <laughs> at Cubs. And then he went out and shoved nine innings down the Pirates' throats. And literally, when Kyle Schwarbert hit that homer into the Allegheny River, it was over. Like, everyone knew it was over. And you know what's even more awesome was that it was off Garrett Cole. <laughs> that is an all-time game. I'm pretty sure he had under 100 pitches in that game, too. I mean, it was something crazy. I'm pretty sure it was under 100 pitches and 11 strikeouts. To, I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I'll give you one quick behind-the-scenes image of Jake Arrieta, okay? Before the Cubs did the renovation, mm -hmm. their post-game podium, as you would call it, where the, where the manager speaks and usually the starting pitcher, was maybe 10 feet by 10 feet. It's where they used to store right, it would right behind the um, stands, there's a little, there was a little dirty hallway where they start, stored all the rosin and all the stuff for the grounds crew, okay? Just filthy. Dust. Then this little room was like 10 by 10. In the summertime, the walls would sweat. And the media would pack in. He'd be like shoulder to shoulder. They expanded it when Jake Arrieta got to the team by about six feet. Maybe. Maybe. They took another little closet out and they made it slightly bigger. Jake Arrieta had them jam a Pilates machine back in this corner. And press conferences would be going on. And Jake Arrieta would be doing his Pilates during... <laughs> During media availability <laughs> with the manager, it was it was mm. I've never seen anything like it. Where you see a a, a professional athlete coming in to work out because mm -hmm. he had to get it done then, you know, and he's got to have his sleeves off. I mean, he, as you say, Cody, he was a vibe. He was a vibe. Jake yeah. Arrieta was a vibe. The no and when sleeves, he, the beard. Ugh. And when he was good, he was really, really good for the yeah. Cubs. So uh, one of my all-time favorite Cubs, honestly, and 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 it should be for most Cubs fans on like as well. I mean, the guy just completely changed his career. So with the I Cubs, mean, and it's, yeah, they won't get, they won't get a trade like that again. It's going to be hard to top that ever again. It was a good one. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one one way to help us out and continue to grow is to download the Points Bet app and use the code. CHGO, when you sign up, not only are you going to get two risk-free bets, up to two grand, but you, if you make that $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And if you have any questions, just email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we will help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now, register your account, start to finish, all from your phone. It takes about three minutes. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, and it's easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Um, so we have another game coming up tomorrow. 
weather permitting, <laughs> I was thinking it might have been a doubleheader. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, thought they were going to bag this game, and then they might just try to play two because it's supposed to be <laughs> like maybe near 50 mm -hmm. and slightly sunny on Tuesday. So we'll see. I, I know the big storyline going into that will be Justin Steele because he's starting – and he's been pretty good, a 1.93 ERA for the Cubs. And we talked about this after his last start, that if you had to draw up the first two starts for Justin Steele this season, you couldn't ask for much more than what you got those first two. So right. now you wait and see if he can do it a third time. And then, like Keegan Thompson, you would start to say, hmm, maybe these are some pieces, right? Like, right. what are you looking for out of him tomorrow? Well, let's not forget last timeout he probably would have gone longer if the Cubs defense had showed up that night yeah um Keegan Thompson, it wasn't his fault at all yeah Keegan Thompson bailed him out in that game too um but you are right Cody because that's that's the game that where that really could have slipped away he could have right. easily given up like seven runs and he didn't right right and we remember the post game we talked about how that easily the Cubs should have lost that game yeah and they somehow didn't so um but yeah, as far as Justin Steele looking like a competent pitcher that I want to go out, I want to go out there every fifth day for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, this is another chance for him to, you know, prove that he belongs. Um, one thing that I've really loved out of Justin Steele is mm -hmm. that when things do get a little dicey for him, he he just stays calm and he just gets it done. Whether it's if he does give up a run, he limits the damage. You know, again, he went. In that, that start in Colorado, he made it through like the first three, four innings without giving up a run. Right. And this is with the defense that was behind him that was, you know, not Shaky great. Fast. Not great that <laughs> night. So I'm looking for better defense behind him this time around. And I'm looking for, you know, they let Hendricks go 90-plus pitches tonight. I'm interested to see how many right. pitches. How far will he go? Yeah. I would love to see him go into the sixth inning tomorrow if that is the case of what they did with Kyle Hendricks tonight. Of course, Kyle Hendricks, when he went into the fifth, obviously was running on fumes. But I would love to see Steele at least go five, but would love to see him go six tomorrow. I mean, he, he's going against a good lineup. He's going against Josh Fleming, who's been pretty good this season as well. Um I think you just want to see more of the same. I don't need him to even take that next step of like, I don't need to see six innings or seven innings. Maybe the Cubs want to see that, but I just want to see more of the same. Yeah, because I think he's been fair. I think he's been pretty impressive, and and just to repeat what he's done the first two games would be a building block in my eyes. So yeah, maybe I'm jumping way too ahead there. I'm just no, I don't I've, think that's you know, true. If he, if he can get some you know quick outs. You know, one of the reasons that Hendricks was out in the fourth was he had six strikeouts. And as we know, Hendricks, he's a, you know, ground, like he's a bat-to-ball pitcher, yeah. right? Um, Steele, he's shown a little bit of both. Like, he's gotten some quick outs. I've also seen him, you know, strike guys out. So, well, And the Cubs need that. They need some quick starters. Outs. Well, they need some mm -hmm. guys that can miss the bat. That, that too, yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, and I... But again, I'm just looking for more progress from Steele tomorrow. It's going to be interesting if uh, Wander Franco is in the lineup tomorrow. I the the Rays clearly missed him tonight. They could have really used his bat. So uh, hope that right quad tightness isn't so tight for him tomorrow. I guess if you're a Rays fan. So what did we decide? We did the who you got picks. I took wisdom. wisdom. I took Seiya. you took Saya. Are we just calling it a wash again? We still have no <laughs> definitive winner. We haven't had a definitive winner yet. My guy hit a home run. My guy scored the with game two RBI. Game. Yeah, your guy scored two runs and had yeah. two for three. Two for three with a hit by pitch. Um, I'm I mean, willing. I'm, I'm willing okay. to call it a wash. I kind of thought I had won it with the home run. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm also okay if we both just get a point. All right. Uh, either way, it's a wash. Okay, we'll both take a point. <laughs> Okay. Because we don't have a pregame show tomorrow, we need to do our who you got for game two of the series. Oh, man. Now, in this instance, because you took first, I get to choose first this time. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go Saya this time. You're going to yeah. go Saya yeah, this I'm time. Yeah, I'm going to take Saya this I time. I see what you're doing, Stucky. I uh -huh. see what you're doing here. 
I love how you, now that you acted three, like you thought about it for a second. You've been planning this well, all I, night. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jump off the wisdom train. He's been hot too, <laughs> but he struck out in his last at bat, didn't he? Uh, I believe, I believe he so. did. Yeah, he should have mashed that ball. I'm sticking. Like, I'm sticking with Saya for now. Those. Ian Happ. I'm. I'm just throwing some names your way. Ian Happ's been hot. Yeah. Hmm. You know who I'm, gonna go? I'm gonna go with someone we haven't talked about at all tonight. Nick Madrigal. Had a, oh wow! He's Good been, call. He's been great the last two. He's years. been almost as hot as wisdom, really. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he let off tonight. Um, be interesting to see if he does that again tomorrow. Doubt you it. You were told he was just a slap hitter. I was told he was just a slap hitter. Yes, I was also told he sucks at base running. And he, he, base he, running, had, he had some good base running tonight. So, uh, shout out to John in the comments. Thank you. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's so you're going Madrigal. Madrigal. I'll mm-hmm. go Suzuki. And either way, we'll see if we can get another Cubs win. Any other quick comments before we go here? Nikki, two uh, strikes, according to Will. Uh, let's go Cubbies, Will, Cody. Will has been all over the comments. Tonight. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Well, we've had a pretty good chat going there throughout this uh, yeah. post-game podcast. I I will admit that on the night games, it's a little disappointing we don't see Rachel in the chat because she's in, like, the U.K., so yeah. like, she's definitely she can't sleeping jump right in. now. Um not that none of these people in the chat right now aren't as cool as her, but she she was uh, on all the off days. She's all, or like before the season. In January was, was on, but I think she's left now. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. left the building. It's getting late. It's getting late in Texas. <clears throat> it so, is getting late. <laughs> so uh, like Will was at the game. That's why he was really excited. Oh, nice, nice, Will. nice, nice. Nice. He, he stuck <laughs> out the weather. Good for him. Wow. That's a brave soul right there. <laughs> Um, brave soul, but they did get to see the Cubs win four to two over the Rays, and the Cubs are now six and four on the season. Am I correct? Six and four atop the NL Central. You don't say the first place Cubs. First place Cubs. See if they can add another one against the Rays tomorrow. Think, we'll have. The, I think they are at least. We'll have the post game show right here. Right here. CHGO Cubs. Make sure you tune in. Thanks for dropping by to check out the CHGO Cubs post game show presented by PointsBet. Have a great rest of the night, what's left of it, and fly the W.